Hello, welcome back to another episode of the Oat Podcast. I'm your host, Abby. And today, this is going to be part two with my interview with Phil Parkinson. Um, Definitely, you'll want to hit pause and go back because there's things that you will 100% miss from part one. Um, We just, you know, have a continuation of talking about confidence and burlesque. And he ends the episode with his Oat story. So definitely, you know, keep listening to listen to that. Uh, Just a quick reminder, next week I will not be publishing an episode. I'm going to take one week off because I'm going to Jamaica. And don't worry, I'll come back the following week. But I just wanted to give you guys a little bit of a reminder. And okay, here is the rest of my interview with Phil. Okay, so I want to hear about the first time that you actually went on stage to do burlesque. Like, were you super nervous? Like, what was that experience like? And then how did you feel afterwards? So I got a little bit of a soft opening for burlesque because the first show we did was the Mean Girl show in October of 2020. And as everyone remembers, 2020 was COVID, Mm -hmm. like the height of everything. So we actually did a virtual show. And so out there somewhere is me being Damien with my hoodie on, dancing to St. John's Roses remix. So Okay. So I had a little soft launch. A little soft launch. So I remember being like, oh my God, am I doing this right? And what's even harder about perform because everyone else was like, Yeah, this is not as fun. Because the biggest thing is is yeah. the audience the and the yeah and trying to you know you're you're interacting with people you're being encouraged they're they're mm-hmm. wooing you on and everything mm-hmm. um so my first show with an audience was a quarantine show <laughs> um so I dressed up as a plague doctor and I was releasing the disease and so I did what we call a balloon drop. Okay. And so basically, I was just um, pretending to be sick. And then when I was dying from my sickness, I was going to release all the balloons. And so I remember being very nervous. And I remember, like, I forgot stuff. I forgot one of my things. And I'm like, oh, my God, what am I going to do? I think what it comes down to confidence is a little bit of resilience again. I say, I let it go. He can't go back for this shit. It's too late now. You just got the props you got. Um, One of my pasties fell. And um, I just remember when I ripped off my pants, um, I actually covered the photographer and just... (laughs) There's this wonderful photo that he shot of just blood darkness because obviously my pants was covering. Yeah. Because he stood right in front of me and um, it was at Trouble Brewery. Okay. Mm -hmm. promotion. Uh, And so um, Trouble, you know, God love him. Definitely a small venue. Yeah. And so. I'm actually surprised that they can even do that there. 
it has maximum capacity of 80 people compared to we've been performing at Pierre's, which is like a capacity of 300 people. Yeah. So definitely completely different vibe doing it mm-hmm. at trouble because two is like even on a regular day if you're talking to your friend you can definitely hear a table three down from you yeah um and mm-hmm. like unless it's like there's like it's a i love trouble actually i haven't been there in a while but um food's great yeah great vibes but i just didn't really even realize that they did that they we we personally haven't been performing there um we are doing we just had a show actually on February and it was great. Oh, one of the girls is actually a chocolate covered strawberry. And, oh, nice. and so she's like taking the strawberry and it's going down. It was so hot. So <laughs> shout outs to you, Danielle. She also does pole performing and like okay. does pole lessons and things. So she's yeah. So oh, like like cl- the classes. She does pole classes. I've done that before. Who did you do it for? Do you remember? Uh it was an indie. Uh, I don't know. Gotcha. But that was for a bachelorette party. Hot. I so like I know like you've invited me to the classes and stuff, and I hope it's not like offensive. I just like it's not my thing. Like I definitely love like feeling sexy and stuff, but mm-hmm. I'm more of like it's like more of like a personal thing. If I'm going to show like, you my sexy doors, show you my sexy, I want to just be that one special guy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I can. I, I like, get it. under my own terms, like where like because. In those types of classes, it's like you have to do what they're saying. So it's like even if I'm like sending someone a picture or something, like I'm the creative director. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? For like, sure. You know, I would encourage you to at least try a class one day because yeah. I feel I was telling one of my girlfriends and she was like, You need to go. And I'm like, oh. When I just did a class, I even for me, like, although there was I like to be quite honest, I did not want to wear heels. And so I did the heels for. Oh, you did? I did for Slavestia. She asked me to do heels. I'm like, I, I, I got some heels, and I, I did. I didn't like it either. Uh, and but the I don't thing like is, heels either. <laughs> man, heels are dumb. That was made by some guy out there. Seriously. Screw you, man who made heels. I like boots with mm-hmm. heels, like booties. Mm-hmm. Like I can do that mm-hmm. all day. But like, just but a, a regular heel. heels. Yeah. Hell no. No. Um, heels are like death traps. Yeah. So I did heels for one thing, but they, you know, the one thing. Were you able to walk in them and stuff? Yeah. Yeah. I I did it very powerfully. And I felt like I actually gave them away just recently and the person tried them on and the actual heel fell off because (laughs) I'm pretty sure I just slammed them so hard when (laughs) I walked with them. Um, because I don't know what the hell I'm doing with heels. So when it comes to um doing like something my point is doing those classes doing burlesque classes they will say do what your body wants to do Mm -hmm. if you don't feel comfortable in doing something you don't have to do it so and i get that but also like i'm the type of person like you can pretty much convince me to do anything so it's like if you're telling me to do it i'm gonna do it oh people pleaser i'm gonna please you yeah um i i get that and a little bit of fomo too and then i also start to feel dumb i'm like well why wouldn't i do it you know I, what I mean? I feel like you're a very confident, beautiful person. I feel like if you want to do a burlesque class, you could have done it. I know sometimes it's nice to have that support and like yeah. having your friends. Um, it's more like because we're also it's also 
at the end of the day, it's also a business because there's people, you know, putting their head, heart sweat in stairs. Yeah. I'm not sure if I can be like, yeah, I have these people who want to do a podcast. Can we have three people try the class out? One person I could convince be like, yeah, one oh, free ticket. I would, we would have, I would have paid for it. Oh, that was not discussed. Yeah, I was like, okay. you were. I thought I, I thought I made it clear. I but... was confused. Don't worry, I get confused sometimes. We were in a bar. It was loud. Yeah. I think the first time you asked about it, it was at the Grays Welshman, and I at least was about 12 drinks in or something so. yeah you like literally 12 yeah yeah i was i was doing doing a good job yeah so yeah but yeah i feel like classes are definitely made to try to you know build your confidence and if you don't feel like you want to do that usually like even lavendel was like if your body can't move that way don't push your body to break right. so right um so sorry i want to go back to after like your first in person the quarantine show oh whoa i definitely got confused yeah um no it's okay i just wanted it because i how did you feel afterwards after it i felt i felt so encouraged i felt really good about it i felt like i want to try to think of the exact word because what was so great is i had friends who come up to me and was like oh my god i didn't know you could do that and like i think what's the most powerful thing about burlesque is the encouragement you have because i haven't had it knock on wood over here i haven't had someone come up to me like yeah you suck no one's done that to me yet oh that would be terrible and so i feel like but um, could you imagine <laughs> there's yeah, you, I know there's terrible people in the world, but it's like, keep your comments. If it's not a positive comment, keep it to yourself. And so the one thing that has happened for me when it comes to performing is that everyone's so positive. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times it'd be like, yeah, man, I didn't know. I don't know. Do this, do do this either. I'm like, yeah, man. And so I feel like for me, um, I feel like a little bit of a trailblazer in the sense yeah. that I'm trying something that, you know, not a lot of other people are doing. Right. I feel like what's really cool about it for me is that i'm doing things that i didn't think that i should be a part of um and i just feel like it's so powerful for me mm -hmm. to be part of burlesque be part of this body positivity mm -hmm. and just even build my own like being comfortable about who i am right i want to ask you that so like I've talked about it a little bit on the pod or probably a lot on the podcast where like I used to be like a very like super petite skinny individual and now I would consider myself like more it's called midsize like if we want to be technical mm -hmm. and so like I've had to grow like grow to like love like all phases of myself mm -hmm. and so for you like before getting into burlesque like do you feel like you were in love like with the way you looked or do you feel like it kind of fostered that? Or do you still struggle with it? Maybe, I guess. I feel that burlesque has made me love my body more. I feel like I, I can go and look back at the photography of it. Mm -hmm. I think that's one of the things I'll do. One more shameless plug. There's this person named um, Mackenzie Strange, and she does this Facebook group called Bad and Booty, mm -hmm. and she's a Bouard, um photo photographer. Yeah, Boudoir. And yeah who are um and so she like the biggest thing that she does is that body positivity mm -hmm. and i think that's the point of our pictures in general and yeah. i think also burlesque it's like you want to be confident in your own body and being like 
build that build that buzz yeah you know? and I, so i everyone sure, should go follow phil on instagram by the way i will tat like i know johannes psalms you, lawn say, it's, a, it's a long name you will have to probably spell it if, if you can at the end oh man um, i gotta spell my own name i gotta remember <laughs> but yeah like you i mean you post pictures from your shows you've done like photo shoots it looks like, like yeah um definitely done photo shoots i feel like it's morely mostly through the troop um i think is one of those things that burlesque is about body positivity and mm -hmm. i think it's about that and for those who don't follow me on instagram um i don't feel like i'm no muscle guy i'm no skinny bitch either so i'm definitely as they say fluffy for sure um but i feel we're like mid-size you know, though i'm mid-size i'm mid-size mid too <laughs> we're you're in good company for mid-size um and so i would even say i'm down on myself because i would say damn you're you you you're, you're chunky and be like oh man and i shouldn't be mean to myself you yeah. know like there are times that i in you ask if i struggle sometimes i'm like oh man i could be skinnier yeah maybe i shouldn't go to that midnight taco bell row, but damn it i'm hungry <laughs> you know i feel like there's nothing wrong about i think we've i've talked to people about body neutral about mm -hmm. this idea of even just being that your body is where you're at and um not and i think body neutrality is also an interesting concept do you know about that um, a little bit, and I know it can be controversial a little bit. It is controversial, for um, sure. Because on one hand, some people say, like, you need to be promote being healthy. Mm -hmm. um, but also at the same time, I would say I work out so healthier. I work out and eat healthier now than I ever have. Mm -hmm. But, like, my weight doesn't reflect, like, what you would think. Mm -hmm. So like, I do believe I should be more neutral about my body. Cause it's like, what am I going to do? Like starve myself? Like that's not an option. Mm -hmm. Hell no. I love food too much. And the hard part is too, that you want to do these healthy things. And then also some people are, you know, talking about people who are body neutral. Sometimes there'd be like body positivity, but like those people are just eating all the time, blah, blah, blah. But that's not the case. I yeah. Think. But I think, but also I'm not going to beat myself up if I want a cookie. Yeah. I wanted that crumble cookie that just came out. Uh, you know, oh, I've heard about it. Yeah, yeah. It's. I'm also gluten free, so it's like tough to like even like hear about these things yeah, unless they have look, like face is looking good. Oh, but there's a lot of makeup on here. <laughs> Y'all, you're doing it. You're living. You're living your best non gluten life. I know. It's tough. I know you just had a relapse a little bit ago, but I know. But you know, I think when it comes to body positivity and talking about that, sometimes even even though I. You know, I'm like getting down to my my undies in front of strangers. Um, guys will approach me and say, man, I don't think I can do that because yeah. I don't feel comfortable with my own body. I'm like, yeah. you know, I get that, too. Like, you know, it takes a little bit of guts. Literally, I would say it's empowering, probably. Right. I think it makes me feel good to hear guys being like, you know, I can't do that. Be like, yeah, because I can be like, well. You know, you just have to be able to, you know, build up that confidence. Literally, last show, I took glitter and threw it from my crotch out in the audience, <laughs> you know. Um, and obviously, like, um, the things we do for, uh, things I do for Burlesque is pretty audacious. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm saying, yeah. I've only seen your pictures. Yeah. I promise I will go to a show, though. You better. Yeah. What What was your favorite costume you've ever done? My favorite costume? Oh, man. Um, can I do two? Sure. 
So I told you the rules are there are no rules. My my personal favorite costume is just recently, um, how recently? Twenty twenty two. I was Cupid for the Valentine's Day show. I love having the robe and i don't think i posted this picture in a while but i actually wore some depends and so i have this beautiful picture of like rhinestone depends all around here <laughs> and me just taking it and ripping it off and like the and the audience is going wild as i am ripping these off and what i post what i do post is i have this wonderful i think and this is the strange experience took that photo so shout out to you mackenzie um she took this beautiful photo of me walking away with my wreck falling on and the man i'm like damn look at that booty what a great what a great <laughs> cupid booty and so one of my favorite burlesque experience was the valentine's day show and i just remember feeling like i love the show felt confident about it my second favorite and I think it's like definitely one of our biggest shows we ever had was the Shrek show. So I was Shrek. And so one of the things I did was I had a little kiddie pool and I basically put little balloons in it, onions in it. And I had someone from the audience. She was going to dump mud on me to be part of the shower. I actually got mud from the St. Joe River. For those oh who gosh. don't know about Fort Wayne, we have That's commitment. We have three rivers and these rivers are not clean at all. No, they literally so just gross. they just had like a thing to try to make the, the rivers look cleaner by building this huge tunnel to try to take the silt out. And so I just took a whole bunch of silt put it in like uh, a gallon ice cream bucket, added some glitter to the mud, mixed it together. The girls hated me because I smelled so bad. But then <laughs> at the end, they all started jumping in my pool and jumping in the mud. Oh, so fun. Yeah. we. Oh, my God. It was so. And like, of course, I had to jump in my own mud. Um, Sorry, I was going to interrupt. And so we just start splashing around the mud. And the biggest thing that I really like about Summit City of Sirens and when we have a show at the end, we all dance at the end and we all like have a grand time. And so the Shrek show, we had people jumping in the mud mm. and like throwing mud in the air. And the Toy Story show, we had Woody, we had actually Jesse. Jesse brought a hay bale and she literally had hay all over the stage. And so we start throwing hay up in the air. Yeah. Like, and so I think the biggest thing is just having that celebration at the end of that. We did it. We made it. And that's something that I really enjoy, too. What's the May 5th theme? Do you know yet? So first Friday, first Friday is actually going to be more of a variety show. So we're okay. not going to have a particular theme. Now, there is talks about a theme, but it's too early to okay. say if there will or will not be a theme. We have something. Keeping me on my toes here. We are. We actually. I'm super psyched about the idea what the theme could be. But like I said, um, we're deciding it as a troop if we're going to even do themes or not. Because what's so hard about theme, if you have a particular idea, you can't do that idea. Like, for example, someone was talking to me about having like a theme from a particular movie. And I'm like, I think the movie was 
taxi driver something Mm -hmm. i can't remember the movie it's like i don't know if we can do a whole like if eight people can do a whole yeah you're kind of limited yeah i always wanted to do a skit and i have all these outfits like i don't know i have like i have leopard print i have this is supposed to be leopard print you can't really see it because it's so so everywhere but so when do you feel most like yourself when do I feel most like myself? I feel that when I think about, like, you know, when you say, like, be, like, your true self. Mm-hmm. Okay. I feel like, believe it or not, not really burlesque. I feel like when I really feel like my true self is kind of like when you're out with your friends and you're sitting at a table and everyone's enjoying everyone's company. I think mm-hmm. it's really that idea of being true self. So, yeah, I love that. You're an extrovert. I think so. <laughs> I think it's hard for me to say that I'm not an extrovert because I'm yeah. so everywhere. I always go out. I always go out by myself. I think every time I've seen you, New Year's Eve, Christina, you were by yourself on New Year's Eve. Yeah, I didn't go with anyone. I wore that pur- pur- purple. Oh, I did not know that. Yeah, I wore that purple suit I just for me. I would have invited you to hang out with us. No, it's all right. I had a good time without you. I made out with someone's grandma. It was great. <laughs> did you see me on Dolores, stage, Dolores? No, you showed me a video. God bless you, Dolores. Oh gosh, love you, Cougar yeah, Hunter. Yeah, because how old was she actually? Probably like sixty. Probably. Yeah. It's just... So I don't. So Phil showed me this video he went on stage at uh this new year uh we went to where were we at um the band i mean the band was called cougar hunter another shameless plug and so i know people in the band no which bar mitchell's i was i was kept on wanting to call it flashback it's all right i'm not you know i there's been controversy (laughs) about mitchell's in general oh yeah well maybe we'll cut it out yeah we might cut this out (laughs) um but yeah so i was there like so it was one of my friend's birthdays and it was obviously new year's eve but yeah. You were like wearing this like purple suit, head to toe purple suit. And I almost didn't go out for New Year's Eve. Yeah. Like, well, why not? I was bored. And I said, why am I doing here at home? Yeah. I have a friend who's in a band and maybe I can just go see their band. Right. Worst case scenario, just watch the band. Right. Just my lucky kiss to Dolores at yeah. midnight, you know? Yeah. I found my cougar with the band Cougar Hunter. So, <laughs> okay, Abby. It's my turn. So I have some quick questions to ask you. So one question I want to ask you is what is a time you felt the most confident? The most confident? Yeah. Oh, I don't like one specific time. How about this? You asked me earlier, when do you feel like your truest self? Yeah, I was going to say, I was like, I don't know that I can think of like one specific time. We might be here for a while, but huh. like when I was asking you that question, I was like also thinking about like, mm-hmm. of course, we're always thinking about ourselves here. <laughs> um, I would say I feel most confident, honestly, and this might shock you when I'm like by myself mm-hmm. in my apartment listening to like probably taylor swift or just any honestly any music because like i know people are like oh you can't dance to taylor swift bullshit i can dance to every song of hers and just like dancing and singing Hell yeah. like by myself just feeling like free to like move again like 
you know, you like move at burlesque. Like I just feel free to move by myself without any judgments of the world. And I feel like that's probably when I'm like at my happiest too. So if you were going to get in front of a crowd of people, how would you feel? I don't love a crowd. I don't. Um, I actually, uh, one of like my like goals mm-hmm. is to eventually do like a podcast tour. Whoa. I would love to do that. You <laughs> so, have to like talk to other people though, like in front of other people. Yeah. And I would, yeah, I would for sure go on stage. Like, what? like, so one thing about me, like I, I don't love it, like, but I will do it. So like I've like presented to large groups. I just do better like with small groups, like more intimate groups, mm-hmm. like, you know, one on one here. Like I I love this. Or oh my God. <laughs> um you have me distracted now. But like it is a goal of mine and I, I just would love it. Like when I was a kid, mm-hmm. I wanted to be a famous singer. You're not famous? I thought the Opcoff has is all around the world. It's international. Well, I'm not a singer, though. <laughs> tonight's tonight. See me a song. You guys do not want to hear that. <laughs> but like, so like, I've always had like a dream of like being on stage. And mm-hmm. so it's kind of morphed into something different. But like, I love podcasting and like, why not? Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. Like I was like texting one of my girlfriends and I was like, I just like would love to do a podcast tour where like, mm-hmm. so like the premise of my podcast, is I'm bringing people on that I've previously dated. Mm-hmm. Like I would love to have like people set up where they bring like their ex-boyfriends on stage and we like roast them or something or like do like an, I don't know. I just like picture something. It would be so much fun. I you could say. have like this wonderful, like Maury moment. Of, yes. Like, <laughs> like ha- or like, Oh, who's the other guy from Cleveland? That was the mayor of Cleveland. Um, oh man. Why is I, I, I Jerry? Jerry Springer. Okay. We I have Jerry Springer moments. I was like, are you thinking of Jerry? Because I didn't know he was from Cleveland. <laughs> he was the mayor of Cleveland for a little that. bit. It's okay. Um, fun fact. Yeah, fun fact. But yeah, you can have Jerry Springer moments. You can have yes. Maury moments. Like but drama, like, you know. Like, so why did you break up with him? Because he didn't do butt stuff. Oh! <laughs> Throwback to a couple episodes ago. <laughs> like most of your episodes. <laughs> You guys, I have not actually done butt stuff. Oh. I just have to say. Honestly, based on how much the you talk butt about. play, I should say. That has happened. But stuff, the full the full thing, have not done. Okay. I'm very surprised by that because the way. I, I know that's why I had to clarify. Yeah. Okay. It is on my bucket list. I feel like I've said that. You did say that. Yeah. I just I just assume that you're a like you're just such a overachiever over there. I just like you just do that. That's something you can try in Jamaica. Vacation sex. You got this. Um, I'm rooming with Nikki. I feel like it's not impossible. You know, you just have to believe in yourself. You have to set up boundaries, set up rules, be like, hey, if there's a bikini top on the on the door, don't come and knock in. Um well, obviously, you don't feel comfortable about that. That's okay. You go back to his place. Do it on the beach. I was going to say, I was like, well, uh, no, I, sorry. I'm not hesitant here. I'm just thinking um, I was just another shameless plug listening to Girls Gotta Eat. And they mm-hmm. actually just had a whole episode about, like, butt stuff mm-hmm. and how to prepare for it. So I think just diving in is probably not what's best for my asshole. You're right. Like, you're right. 
right. I, there's a little prepping that I have to do, <laughs> which I have about four weeks to do it, three weeks to do it. You got time. <laughs> Believe in yourself. Get the bleach. Do the things. Okay. Any other questions for me or can I start asking you questions too? Um. Yeah. Um, one more question about just like, how do you feel? Like you said, it's not your favorite thing to do is be in front of people. Mm-hmm. What's the largest amount of people you ever like had to talk to? Um, I don't know, maybe like 30, okay. 50. Uh, I've, I was in the choir though. So like I sang. Oh, that you, you probably know. had a big crowd for choir. I wasn't like a solo. I was in the back. Because I used to be tall, despite what you probably think now. So I think the biggest show we ever had was the stretch show. We had like 150 people. Wow. Yeah. So that was pretty epic. So You're getting all naked in front of them. Hell yeah. Get in her comments. Tell Abby how much you want to hear more questions about her. <laughs> I will answer anything. It'll just be a little bit longer. But I do have questions for you. All right. I'm ready now. Okay. So... Uh, anyone that's new here, um, tuning in for Phil. Oh, hi everyone. I think you've probably like caught on, but basically like what the premise of the podcast is, is I have been trying to convince guys to come on my podcast that I've dated. So no one that I've like actually like been Facebook official with, I haven't invited any of those people. I would love for them to come on, but I don't have the balls to ask them yet. But, like, just people that I've gone on a couple of dates with. I've asked people that I've, like, actually, like, had multiple dates with, but they haven't replied to me. Did we go on a date? I don't know. No, we did not. We did not. Okay. I, I was just double checking. That was what I got. No, I got a couple. I have to, here. like, throw in some other people here because people are ghosting me. Yeah. And I. You're leaving me on red. Uh, come on, guys. Get in her. Slide in her DMs. Yes. It's for, fun. Fly black. Like. So anyways, though, so one thing I ask all my guests is if you could have like an unfiltered conversation like with an ex. So whether that's a very serious ex and it could be a serious question or Mm -hmm. like maybe someone that's ghosted you and it could be a funny question or just whatever you want. Like a past lover is what I kind of like to think of it as. Mm -hmm. Like what question would you ask them? Um, This is a episode about confidence. And so as anyone knows. I feel like if I have a question for someone, I would ask them. There is one girl that basically ghosted me for no reason. Mm-hmm. I felt like it's no reason. Mm-hmm. There has to be a reason. There always so, is. There's always a reason. So, um, there and like I just felt abrupt that mm-hmm. we stopped dating. We were like talking. Was it serious or we weren't Facebook official by any means? We were just more hanging out one on one. Uh, we were hanging out for like two months, and I really liked her. Obviously, hanging out or dating. We were at. I would come over to her place. We did go. We went you to. You were hanging out. We <laughs> we did go. I feel like we went. We did go to Welch's. Okay. We went to One taste time. taste of the arts together. Okay. So we did things in public a couple times. Okay. We went to Sweet Monster. She was a girl who I I realize more girls have this. People have radiuses. People have places they feel safe in, and they only stay in those zones. So this girl was very aware of her radius. She says, I can go 10 minutes away from my house. Any place that's 10 minutes away is too far. Oh. 
So I wouldn't be able to go anywhere. You could go to Kroger. Kroger. You could go <laughs> my mom's house. Oh, your mom's ten minutes away. And my sister's. Ooh. Oh, hey Jess. Hey. I'm glad you're ten minutes away. Um, <laughs> it's coming over. I got my robe on. I'm ready for you. <laughs> anyway, but with this girl basically was we were we were talking, we were dating, and I felt like we were dating. Um, but just randomly just said, yeah, I don't want you to come over anymore. I'm like, oh, like, like, I want to know if there was something particularly I did or if it did was. Did you ever, you never asked? You just let it go? I, I think that, like, I think I was a little stymied that she stopped talking to me. Mm-hmm. So then I kind of was like, like, I just felt like she got tired of, like, she didn't think it was going to be something serious. And. At this time, we were 28 and she had a kid. Mm. And so I think it was one of those things like either she's going to be serious with someone or she's going to move on. Yeah. So Yeah, I feel that. So I felt like, I don't know, I had a good time. I hope she had a good time. I felt (laughs) like she, in in my defense, I think if she didn't have a good time, she would have let me go more after our third date because we went to... Went to Welch's, went to Sweet Monster, and then we started hanging out one-on-one mm-hmm. more. Um, and then, yeah, we kept hanging out for a couple months. She would let me go after, like, day two, but like I said. Yeah, I don't know. I would say I feel like I've learned things now that I'm 30 and dating now, whereas, like, I probably would have done very similar things if I didn't see it going somewhere. Mm-hmm. Or just like never had the conversation and kept seeing them for too long. But now it's like if I want them to be like my partner, like I feel like I would be having those conversations. Yeah, I think that. um, Like where do you see this going? To be quite honest, um, I think she didn't want anything serious at the time. And then Mm. there was something that was a red flag that I should have realized was. She, Every time there's all there always is, right? <laughs> so we were so we were talking one time and I said, Yeah, what happened to your last couple of relationships? She's like, I don't know, I just stopped talking to them. Oh. And so she literally she warned me, she foreshadowed yeah. that she was just gonna randomly stop I, talking to me. One of the best pieces of advice I try to follow is when people tell you who they are, listen. Because there's been times where I'm like, oh, like, it's not going to happen to me or I'm going to be the exception. It's like, no, this guy literally said he's bad at dating. He's terrible at dating. I'm not going to change his mind. But it helped me, like, be accepting that he she just ghosted me. Because yeah. it wasn't for no reason. She just got tired of me. And so that's why I didn't ask. But I wanted to, like, make sure she was tired of me, you yeah. know? Is it is she really tired of me or did she find was was the nipple yeah. piercings weird or was yeah. it did I do something weird one time I just didn't know right yeah right I just I mean I've had someone come on and I ghosted him which I didn't remember ghosting him and I told him why like why I ghosted so I think it was like a healthy conversation too I feel like if someone was going to go on your podcast that was someone you dated and they're like yeah I'll see her again like they have to be to this point of having this self-acceptance of who they are. Yeah. And also feel comfortable enough to be talking to you again. Because there's some people that I'm like, oh, I don't know if I want to talk to her again. Well, it was more rooted in my insecurities, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Like, which is why I did it. Which, like, I try not to ghost. But, like, I don't know. It's always, like, after, like, it was one date. So, mm-hmm. it's, like, what do you really 
owe someone at that point and like mm-hmm. he didn't ask so it just yeah. it just didn't happen if anything he was probably just happy you started talking to him again it's like you want to come to my podcast i'm like oh great oh i remember this because he, yeah. he thought you died so i'm glad you didn't die well <laughs> he heard an episode of me talking about him on oh. the podcast oh. so that's how we started <laughs> talking because he, he texted me about it so uh, awkward it happens yeah he was a trooper um okay so what is your type are you available are your dms open i always like to ask my dms I guess this. my dms are very open i'm actually randomly was messaging this four-year-old about this podcast on tinder oh. before yeah yesterday nice being like yeah i'm going on a podcast I didn't, no I, big I, deal I, hair flip uh, <laughs> so popular yeah it's like yeah i'm talking about getting naked on stage she's like yeah i get naked i'm like oh really at home i'm like oh then she stopped talking when i said if she would <laughs> this is what i told her i said you want to expand where you get naked then she never messaged me back ah she opened it up yeah like I, she crossed the line. Now she's mad that you're asking. So here's the thing. I almost feel like sometimes people. So my my DMs are open. I'm I consider myself pretty single. Um, there's really there's people that I feel like I have strong friendships with. As I think you talked about on a podcast before, a lot of your single guys would probably hook up with you if you asked. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a real thing for sure. And so yeah. I have a friend who I like, hang out with a they lot. They all would, as long yeah. as you're single. Yeah. yeah. And so, like, right that's now. That's not in a cocky way. I do not mean that in a cocky way. I feel. Facts. Facts are, <laughs> if, like, I think there's a whole TikTok of, like, this guy going up to beautiful women being like, find one of your single friends and text them if they're going to come, I mean, hook up with you or not. And if you do it, oh, I'll yeah. give you, like, $200. Yeah. And, and they do it. And old, like, like, 10 out of 10, they all want to hook up with their friend. The saying is, no grown man wants to be just your friend. So, sure, there's people who I enjoy their friendships. And so, always enjoy your friendships. Um, yeah. Oh, I'm always, I'm always down to brunch. I'm always down to hang yeah. out. Um, so, to be quite honest, I'm willing to hang out with anyone. I'm willing to even go on a podcast and hang out. So, so you're asking for friendships and for lovers. All yeah. the above. All the above. Um, I I usually save um, Tuesdays for my special food. Now, I I told Abby before I got on the podcast, I had to move someone. I'm like, yeah. oh, oh, shit, I have. He double booked himself. I double booked myself for tonight. But she's a. Thank you so much for doing that. She's a way. team player. And so we've. That's a good sign. Yeah, she's. Um, we've hung out on multiple occasions. And so. A friend. A friend. A friend, um, single friend too, but I really like her. <laughs> She's really fun to talk to. Yeah. And so, um, just recently I was just thinking of her and like, I just, even for me, I think the hardest thing is I don't want to be a, a needy bitch over here, but sometimes, like I said, if you're open for friendships, it means that you want to hang out with people. And I just was literally thinking of her and I'm like, you know, her favorite taco place is around the corner. Shameless plug for Tropic Chicken. <laughs> Great Mexican place um, in Fort Wayne. Never heard of it. You want to try it sometime? <laughs> no <Nope> Wink. <laughs> anyway. Is there gluten-free stuff? Um, We could get you like a meatball, I bet. 
you know like obviously tortillas are definitely not gluten-free corn tortillas oh i bet they have corn tortillas okay we can can figure it out yeah okay um sorry can i loop you back around really quick i'm single open dm what's your type what's my type my type um that's the hard part for me because i feel like i'm a very um extroverted having fun person i feel like i do enjoy someone who likes to have a good time and go out too but i don't need that like um i can i feel like i need a little bit i need someone who's willing to go out at least every other weekend i don't have to oh, go out yeah i don't have to go out every weekend yeah i do go out every weekend on my own times or which but is like what i always think you just have to be okay with me going out without you yeah because i will yeah if you don't want to go yeah i definitely would i would say if i really care about that person i would like listen to what they want to do like for example if I really wanted to go to a burlesque show and they didn't want to go. I would say, okay, um, we don't have to go to this one, but maybe we can go to another one. I, yeah. I'm, I compromise. compromise to a yeah. certain extent. Yeah. And so it depends on also like if it's Lavendel, I got to see Lavendel. So she's amazing. Of course. Yeah. Um, so, and like, if my, if my son sees sirens were performing, I'm like, hell yeah, I gotta right. go. But you also want someone to like support like what your passion is. I feel like, right? like, but if they're not feeling it, like I get it. Like, I feel like I will listen to other people. I feel like, um, the hard part is for me is that I'm very like, no one can match my energy level. Sometimes I yeah. don't feel like I can find the person that'd be like, Phil, let's do everything exciting. Like, ah, like I'm almost too much for myself some days. I feel that way about myself. And so I feel like, yeah, I, if anything, we're getting old, Abby. We got to calm down. Oh, no, no. Can't stop. Won't stop. Not in like, like I can like air quote settle down. Like, you know what I mean? Like I could have a boyfriend right now, but like, I want to go do things. I, I I work from home. I'm home all the time and I'm an extrovert. I need the interaction. I need oh. to get out there into this world, even if it's just going to dinner. Like, no. And I love to go out and have and have drinks or try new things. Travel. Like, we're young. You should try to work from the library or try to work from other places. I get too distracted. I would rather be I it. I get that. Yeah. I actually have the opposite problem. I actually work from outside places because I get distracted with my house. Or like I was like, oh, I'm going to mm. do this thing over now. It took me a little bit like to get used to it. But I mean, I can hunker down. So. Gotcha. Um, I do want to play this like this or that game just really quick with you. Let's do this. Buckle in, everyone. So just answer quickly. Whatever. It's this or that. So like female edition so like in regards to women okay um if you really want to elaborate go ahead but like you don't have to okay um tall or short short blonde or brunette brunette paris hilton or kim k paris hilton uh binging a show or watching a movie binging a show reading or tiktok tiktok emotional girl or cool girl pass i really want a bad bitch that's what i want but that's if not an ha- option if you had to be so <laughs> what are my choices bad bitch <laughs> where was i um where was i at? you were something about emotional emotional girl or cool girl 
So can you can you define what a cool cool girl is? Like um okay so like a lot of women talk about how like we've been playing the cool girl so like the chill girl who like is just down for whatever. No, I want mine emotional. And like no one wants to be like that emotional girl who like has feelings and stuff. You know what I mean? I'm in mental health. I'm all about emotions, baby. Me too. I used to try to be the cool girl, but I'm not. <laughs> uh, no, you play it cool. You do good. Not anymore. I was like, that I was that was JK's Abby. This is not the same Abby. All I was sober that night. So. Oh yeah, I keep forgetting how drunk I was that night. Yeah. Um, extrovert or introvert? Um, extrovert. Feminine energy or masculine energy? Feminine energy. Has kids or doesn't have kids? Doesn't matter, but if I had to choose one, probably no kids. Funny or shy? Uh, probably shy. Short hair or long hair? Long hair. Don't care. <laughs> Straight hair or curly hair? Wavy hair, but curly. No. Short. I mean, straight hair. <laughs> Conservative or liberal? Um, Liberal. Religious or spiritual? Religious. Bush or bald? Bald. Marriage or lifetime partner? Lifetime partner. Uh, makes more money or makes less money? Make less money. Tits or ass? Tits. Okay, that was it. Great. Okay, Phil. So I think it's time for the Ope story. Ope. And for anyone that's a new listener, uh, the Ope story is whatever you want it to be. It's just like a crazy, awkward, weird, funny story that you have. And I like to end every episode with one. Abby, let me tell you about the time that I almost threw up on a girl. <laughs> So back in college of 2021, I was talking to this girl. She, I, we were, like I said, we met at a party. We hung out like three other times. And I was super excited to have her. Like we were kind of more serious than other girls been in college. So I felt like she likes me. Nice. And so we were going up and I lived in this house with five other guys we basically had a unofficial fraternity yeah so we were all drinking we were um i was making what i like to call like basically vegas bombs as a drink for those who don't know what a vegas bomb is it's red bull peach schnapps and crown royal but here's the thing guys i wasn't just adding just a little bit of like peach knobs i was basically pulling crown royal and monster and a little bit of peach knobs and sometimes i wasn't even doing peach knobs sometimes i added butter stop snobs it was just <laughs> it was just like uh oh, schnapps <laughs> so this drink was hella strong there used to be a place in lafayette called the neon cactus and they give you these I've things called cactus mugs and yep. so i was pouring into a cactus mug i mean this cactus mug which is like a good like 20 ounce drink and i had about three of them and me and this college sweetheart of mine um you know after a couple of drinks of that i was like let's let's get down to clown and so i took her up to my bedroom <laughs> and we were you know we were if anything, I thought we were about to have sex until she like 
slammed. So I'm laying on my back, right? She went and slammed down on my stomach. And after all the drinking I just did, I like, I literally pushed her off of me and ran straight to the door and just threw up all over my door. (laughs) Now my fraternity brothers thought it was really funny. They put a whole bed in front of my doorway. So not only did I have to go past my door, I ended up like having this bed in front of my door too. So I was like trying to slam through. Oh my gosh. Needless to say, I never saw that girl again. She didn't, she ghosted you? She felt insecure because she thought that she threw up because I don't know. Well, she was I, like naked. Yeah, like, like, ooh, this, Gross. Girl's, this girl's ugly. But she just hit my tummy like yeah in the wrong oh my place gosh. oh poor thing and so i both of you poor thing to this day you know i oh lie i found this girl on facebook she's married now so she's fine <laughs> but um yeah but still you know yeah like, so that's my let me just say like i know we're talking about confidence it's like no man no matter what i have ever looked like at any point in my life has said no mm-hmm. like that's not a thing they're not out here throwing up yeah i felt like if anything she was like oh this guy can't handle this shit i don't <laughs> i don't want to deal with this guy for the rest of my life but we have all been there for sure i've never not made it to a toilet to throw up oh really in my history of Whoa. unless well one time i was in a car but I didn't throw up in the car. They pulled over and I threw up on the side of the road. Well, that still counts. You threw up on you throw up on ground. I'm a responsible drinker in that sense. (laughs) (laughs) When you throw up, you're gonna throw up in the place no one cares about. Yep. (laughs) All right. Well, was that this was that the end of your hope story? Yeah, I'm gonna stop talking about puke there. (laughs) It's it's gonna just get worse. I I have a I have a Can you tell me a puke story? Hard stomach? Again, I throw up responsibly. That's okay. That's good for you. Yeah. I'm like, I don't know if I'll keep this in, but one time, okay, so the brass rail. I know the place. Uh, I don't ever really want to go back there because I'm pretty sure at roofied. You know, I saw you that night, I think. Do you remember seeing me at the brass rail? Was that the only time you've been to the brass rail? No. Okay. I think. Because... I think we did. Yeah. Yeah. We definitely saw each now, other. It's like coming back to because me. I, I think I was roofied that night. You know, I. I remember you being super friendly and we hugged and the guy well, no, I'm always friendly. What are you talking about? <laughs> I would say guys, um, people, the pop call cast. <laughs> I don't get hugs from Abigail very often, especially <laughs> as you may have realized I already got cop blocked from her already, but <laughs> this night at the brass roll was a very special night. She I came, you. you hugged me and said, Oh my God, how are you? It's been yeah. so long. Like, yeah, yeah, it's great. It's so cool seeing you. I remember the guy me mugging you, being like, "Who this fucking guy?" Well, I don't know. Ooh. I don't remember who it was. I just remember there was a guy next to you being like, like just I don't know. And so, okay, well, here's the thing. I'm wondering if it's the same person. Okay, so I, I don't really remember seeing you all. To, to be honest, it's I get it, but because I think I was roofied. Dime but a I dozen. was. I was talking to these two guys at the bar, but one that I was hitting on ended up telling me they had a girlfriend. So I was like, ugh, annoying. Mm. So I'm like about to, I think I'm like cashing out, about to order my Uber. Yeah. And my friend, who's like a friends with benefits at the time, but just like literally just a friend, he does not want to date me. Like, and he was the one to like put in that boundary. He comes up to me and then I end up taking him home, but I didn't remember taking him home. And so the next morning I was like, 
how, why are you here? Why are you at my house? And he was like, well, I didn't want those guys taking advantage of you. And I was like, oh, so you did. Which, like, it's just a joke. Like, Nothing happened. Or maybe, Well, or, yeah. No, yeah. That's oh. part of the story. Oh. The puke story. So what I remember from that night, like, I don't remember going home. I didn't even know how we got back. I barely remember him. But, like, we were hooking up. Mm-hmm. And then I had to throw up. So I went to throw up. And then he was like, oh, are you okay? And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah leave me alone threw up mm. and then went back to hooking up. Hell yeah. <laughs> she rallied. And neither of us cared. <laughs> so. Wow. Well, I wonder if it was the same person. I don't know. I, I have not had a boyfriend or anything remotely close to it in a long time. I, like I said, I don't remember which, I go to the rail very often. I literally was there last Saturday. So. I can't keep you track of how many times. Well, I like I like live shows. I'm very extroverted, so I can. Yeah, I just get nervous because I was repeating. I got a lot of male privilege over here. Yeah. Um, so I like one of the things that makes it easier to even go places to be like, oh, yeah, I was just going to double check and maybe we can close out. I would not do it anyway. Were you the person that, that was with me and Sage that said you never been to a strip club? Yeah. I thought it was you. Yeah, because we were gonna, we were trying to go or something. Not that night, but like we were saying, we were gonna go. So I was talking to my brother and Sage, and I said, oh, "I bet Abby's been to a strip club. I bet you seem like the adventurous type for me. I, I don't know why. I, I give off the vibe that I've probably she's, been to a strip club or two in my she's day. She's a chill girl in my book. <laughs> yes. So the cool girl. She's a cool girl." So I was like, yeah, I bet Abby's been down to strip clubs. And Sage is like, no, she hasn't. And if she hasn't, I bet that I would go to a strip club if Abby would go with me. (laughs) I think it was the opposite. I think I was saying that about her. That could be true. Because then she came back and because she was like, yeah, I would go. I was actually just talking to her about this this weekend. Wonderful. Let's go back. Let's all go. Um, today's Tuesday. Nothing weird's happening tonight on Tuesday. Cannot again. I have a big girl job. Cannot, cannot. This is for Friday or Saturday only. (laughs) Gotcha. Not a big deal. Um, yeah, I want to say now I remember because it was Sage. Sage Mm -hmm. was like, I'll only go if Abby goes. You're right. Yeah. I know you like hearing that. Good girl. (laughs) Anyway, thank you so much for having me, Abby. Thank you for letting me talk about burlesque and the Summit City Sirens. Thank you so much for coming on this was so fun and thank you for my gift you just gotta flaunt it baby yes. show it off in jamaica do you, <laughs> do you want to read off the dates of all of the upcoming shows i do want to read off the dates of the summit sea siren show and talk about how everyone should go and check them out we usually perform sundays at pierre's um that's our usual place we are going to do first fridays at the ruin that's going to start in May, starting May 5th, and okay. then every Friday after that. You can also go and find um, the Summit City Sirens on Instagram. I want to say they have a TikTok. I don't know. I'm not on TikTok, guys. Yeah, I'll have um, to look it up after. Yeah. Um, they do have a Facebook page, Summit City Sirens. They even have a website if you don't do social media. <laughs> and you just want to go and like 
sign up for the workshops, you go to Summit City Burlesque. On March 26th is a workshop with Juju Bone, a beautiful star from indie, and she will talk about stage presence. I might even be going to that show, so you better sign up the quickly. one and only. Yeah. The only, one and only Johannes Psalms. <laughs> Come dance along. Um, we are having a Harry Potter show. I we last time called it the Chamber of Sequence. So I don't know what they're going to call it, but Harry Potter show, April 30th. That's a Sunday. Okay. That's at Pierre's. 6 p.m. 6 p.m. If for some reason you're being fashionably late, you can probably still not miss anything if you show up at 610. But let's be serious, there's some real Potter heads out there. And you might not get a good good place to stand. Um, tickets are usually $25 for standing room. If you want to be bougie and have a seat and look above, um, you can pay an extra $10 and have a seat and you get little goodies. So that's pretty cool if you want to sit in VIP. If you're really bougie, they have this $500 VIP most exclusive rooms where you get snacks and is can, this real this is real <laughs> this is like, are you making this up yeah no this is real and then like for example people usually do it get that room for like um like if they're having a bachelorette party i know the more i think about it, it's not five hundred dollars it's three hundred dollars so because it's up to 10 people so basically tickets are if you have 10 of your closest girlfriends having a bachelorette mm -hmm. party mm -hmm. it's like ten dollars each okay so i think it's three hundred dollars and you get snacks and if you tell the if you kind of write in the the reason why you're having it we've done bachelorette parties we've done birthday parties yeah, and so we you know have little things for that so was that all of the dates there is one more date the one important date because i'm doing the june 25th show oh. i'm i'm not going to do the harry potter show i'm i'm going on a little bit of a hiatus more because we have so many great performers and so we're having so many people do workshops mm -hmm. and they're also going to be performing at these shows so i'm going to perform at the greek mythology show okay so the greek mythology show is june 25th okay is that a sunday that is a sunday okay so might I'll have to go to that one sign up <laughs> um and then what's your social my you people to follow you? my if you want to follow me on facebook i post less on on Facebook than I do on Instagram. Instagram is where I have my um, Summit City stuff and talk about burlesque. So my burlesque is Johannes Psalms Alon. Let me double check to make sure I know how to spell my own name because that'd be embarrassing. <laughs> so for those who want to follow me on Instagram is Johannes spelled J-O-H-A-N-N-N. E S P S A L M A L O N G. Johannes Psalms Alone. Think of it as Johannes Brahms, but instead of just those who are a classical. Yeah, you told me, I was like, Here, I'm going to need you to spell that. And mm. then I couldn't even spell it. And then you had to do it for me. <laughs> and you were 12 drinks in. Yeah. Yeah. It's a lot. <laughs> I was one. <laughs> I think the hardest part is Johannes is not spelled like John. It's spelled J-O-H-A. I think you were spelling it J-O-N. Don't worry about it. Probably. Life happens. Probably. But yeah, Johan. And I'm a terrible speller, so. Johannes Psalms alone. Yeah. 
follow me on Instagram. Yeah. I will, if you guys didn't follow along there, I will tag Phil and everything when I'm posting about it. Mm-hmm. So And definitely some sea sirens. So they're okay. They're the troop I'm a I'll part have to of. follow them because I don't think I do. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. But as always, you can follow me at Abby McCarville and follow the Ope Pod. Ope. Oh.